You're listening to a sermon originally recorded by Schweitzer United Methodist Church in Springfield, Missouri. Check us out online at sumc.co. And if this sermon blessed you, be sure to share it with someone else. Thank you so much for listening. Now, on to the message. This letter is from Paul, a slave of Jesus, chosen by God to be an apostle and sent out to preach his good news. God promised this good news long ago through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The good news about his son. In his his earthly life, he was born into King David's family line, and he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them, so that they will believe and obey him, bringing glory to his name. And you are included among those Gentiles who have been called to belong to Jesus Christ. I am writing to all of you in Rome who are loved by God and are called to be his own people. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night I bring you and your needs in prayer to God, whom I serve with all my heart by spreading the good news about his son. One of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. I want to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I, I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit, just as I have seen among other Gentiles. For I have a great sense of obligation to people in both the civilized world and the rest of the world, to the educated and uneducated alike. So I am eager to come to you in Rome too to preach the good news. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Amen. Thanks. Good morning. It's great to be with you and great to kick off a series on Romans with you, a series that will take us from now through the through the um, rest of the month of September and then also October. Uh, A year ago, right about this time, I was meeting with Pastor Bob and and Pastor Bob said, you know, uh, taking a look at the calendar, looked out at what's ahead of us and he said, next fall, he said, next fall would would be a pretty good time to go into a series on Romans because it's going to be the 500th anniversary of of the Reformation, October 31st of, of 1517, Martin Luther nailed his 95 Thesis to a church door in, in Wittenberg, which started a great conversation in the life of the church. And he said, we're gonna be, we're gonna be walking into that 500 year anniversary. He said, it'd be great to, to 
bring out Romans and do a, do a survey of Romans, do a, do a preaching study of Romans. And, and exteriorly, I was saying, yes, you're right. That's a great sense of synergy. That's a great sense of putting history and, and current days together. And then he said, and maybe you ought to write a book, Jason, that helps guide the church through that series. And in t- inside, I was saying, really? No. Uh, first thing I'm like, no. And then, and then he kept saying it, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like that, what you see on the screen, like all of this notes on the inside. Because, because I know a number of things about Romans. One of the things I know about Romans is that it's, it's a book that a lot of people have read and that they've, they've uh, studied. And, and so as many people have read and studied Romans, there are books, and the books could be just stacked, piled high. It's like, would I have anything new to say about this letter that Paul writes to the church at Rome. And so there's, uh, there was a significant hesitancy about that. And then I also know about how Romans has been used within the life of the church and theologically and how people have favorite verses from Romans. And when they encounter somebody who doesn't share their same perspective, they tend to bring those verses out as if they're like a sword with one another. And so they engage. And I'm like, there's a lot of controversy within this letter and I also know how it applies some to the discussions that we have right now in our current culture. And so that sense of no, that hesitancy was just abiding with me. And so every couple of weeks when Pastor Bob and I would meet, he'd, he'd raise that specter again. And, and I'd say yes, and then I'd, no, and yes, and no. And then it was like, all right, here's this challenge. So I did what I should have done in the very beginning when he raised it the first time. I went to the letter itself and I opened up. I opened up the scripture and I read it from start to finish. Read it all the way through and did it again. And started to do that as a practice. To to engage this letter that was written many, many, many years ago. And yet has something so fresh to say to us right now. I discovered as I read that you know, there are favorite verses that I have that emanate from this letter that Paul wrote to the church at Rome. There are certainly some of the great discussions that we have around our water coolers Paul is having within his day. But what I encountered afresh and anew, something that theologian Karl Barth said, he said that every time if we open up our hearts and our minds to the freshness of it, Romans has something new to say to us where we're at today. Not only does it have something new to say to us, but in my own experience, I found that I needed a fresh, I needed a fresh encounter with Christ himself. And that's who's there to meet us and greet us. And so for the next several weeks, I invite you with humility, with open hearts, and with an open scripture to read through the text of Romans, to pick up a book, one of the books that that I've written, and whether you're in a class or a group that's going through it, um, we'd love to see you in those places, but if you're not in those places, still pick up a book and read through and journey with us. Because maybe you need a fresh encounter with Christ, a fresh experience with the living God. And what God does in those places 
is not just tell us something about historical things, but he talks to us about where we're at right now. And I needed that fresh experience with Christ, and we all do. One of the things that became evident to me as I was reading through this um, text, one of the first things that popped out to me were these verses from um, Romans 1, 16 and 17. 